just want to tell you both good luck. We're all counting on you. <laughs> All right, I'm going to bring it. You ready? I'm, oh, I'm ready. Yay! Welcome to Irritable Dad Syndrome. Void where prohibited by law. Tax, title, and tags not included. Please welcome your hosts, Mike and Darren. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 69 of Irritable Dad Syndrome. I'm Darren. I'm Mike. We are your hosts for the evening, and we're so excited that you're here. For the fun! We have recorded <laughs> one episode already tonight. Uh-huh. This is the second in a yes, row. Yes, yes. Studies have shown and reviews have shown that, this that does when not we work. no, when we do this, uh-huh. the second episode may or may not be well received by the audience, <laughs> but is very well received by, by us. us. We know that in the next hour we are going to have a hoot. Uh huh. You yeah. may or may not. Your mileage may vary. You see, now I have already cleared my mind mm-hmm. of everything we did. The last episode. I don't remember it Washed at all. Washed it clean. Gone. Washed my sins away. Yeah. And this is going to be a great episode. It is. And I was going to say, we're recording actually three episodes tonight. Yeah. Because, it's just, sorry, we're recording. <laughs> just, you know, that microphone gives you <laughs> just backhanded. <laughs> we're recording three episodes yeah. tonight because December and holidays and people taking time off and going off to visit people and whatever. And... We like to be as timely as possible yeah. with this podcast. We, so cutting, yeah. recording this much in advance, if Clint Eastwood dies, we're not going to be able to talk about it until January the 9th. So the question came up. <laughs> he could die do, tomorrow. Yeah, the question came up, do we really need to record during breaks? Yeah. Yeah. We do. Yeah, we do. So John Oliver. This is, this, is the, this is the internet. People don't care if you have a family. No. Or you have things to do. Like, where's the podcast? So we suck it up. Yeah. We're going to double up. We're going to make these episodes boom, 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 and get them out there. If I'm paying money to hear this, you better be cranking it out or clanking it out. If we can be funny for an hour, we can be funny for two. Yeah. And then split it up and sell it to you for the same price as one and one. Yeah, by God. Oh. There you go. Welcome. Welcome. To episode 69. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're an old (laughs) listener, whatever. We have... You know what? If you're a new listener, we do want to hear from you. We do. I would love it. If you're a brand new listener, send us a message at Facebook or Instagram or on the Twitter. Let us know. It's like, hey, man, I listened to your podcast for the first time, and we'll give you a shout out. We'd love to hear from you. We had one listener reach out to us. Mm -hmm. You you should see... Whenever somebody like likes the Facebook page mm-hmm. or makes a comment, yeah, yeah, our text back and forth. Oh my god, did you see it? The <laughs> thumbs up, so, so and they, <laughs> they said that they, that was good, uh, uh, amusing. She likes yeah. me. She really likes me. <laughs> yeah, I know. We, we lose get, our mind. We get so excited. Yeah. The, the last time somebody did that was Robert Hill. Yeah. He lost his mind. He loves he our podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he's been commenting like every week now. And he has exclusive merch. He does signed exactly by the duo. Yeah. Robert, how you doing, buddy? Anywho, Mike, how you been? I've been good. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but I'll mention it now, mm-hmm. is my wife is getting tired of, Hey, what happened? Hey, what happened? She said, <laughs> "She said, yeah, it's kind of funny, but it's not really. You did it six times in the first half hour. 
And I'm <laughs> that's that's not su- enough. That surprised me because I thought we did it at least twelve. Hey, what happened? Hey, what happened? <laughs> so hey, what happened? Uh, I refuse to believe we're gonna lose so many listeners. I refuse to believe that people do not enjoy <laughs> hey, what happened? <laughs> if you don't like Fred Willard, uh, hey, what happened? This is not seriously wrong this with you. This is not the podcast yeah, for you. No. <laughs> When you enter the door here, you mm-hmm. have to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. You have to enjoy any time Leslie Nielsen shows up in Naked Gun. But I like my sex the way I play basketball, one-on-one and with as little dribbling as possible. Yeah. Or Airplane, Yeah, you have to smile. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, that's it. That's really that's, only, that's the only yeah, two requirements. I set myself up for three requirements, but there's only two. Yeah, you always set yourself up for failure. But I refuse to believe that people don't like, hey, what happened? Hey, what happened? I and I saw... On the rundown, I peaked. Mm-hmm. It sounds like Chris Michael enjoys Hey Chris Wahoppin'. Michael loves it. Yeah. And that brings me so much joy because in my mind, I imagine him walking into the house. Uh-huh. Hey, what happened? And then Mary's like, hey, what happened? Yeah. And then they yeah. hug because yeah. they're like the perfect married couple. And that'll go for a couple of months and yeah. then it'll start to grate at her slowly. Yeah. Slowly. Like a worm uh-huh. in her brain. In her brain. Yeah. And he'll say... <laughs> Hey, what happened? She'll stab him no, 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 in the no, eye no, no. with it a fork. It won't go that and she'll far. Twist it. She'll Not rah, yet. No, no, no. Rah, it'll rah. itch. It'll 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 uh-huh. be a little itch. And, like, and then like late at night, she'll <laughs> think, "Did I really marry the right guy?" <laughs> and that'll last for a few months. And every day, hey, what happened? Go, oh, screw yourself! And then it yeah. starts slow. Mm-hmm. She'll spit into his food <laughs> when he's not looking. She'll do something to him. Uh-huh. She'll she'll take some files out of his, uh, you know, he takes to work. She'll take them out and hide them somewhere in the house. She's going to pull a Better Call she'll, Saul. She'll pull a Better Wait, Call hold Saul. It. She's going to get him fired from She's his job because she hates if that he, he likes Hey, What Happened. If he keeps saying Hey, What Happened. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Six mm. to seven months in, he's going to see red rum written in lipstick on one of the doors. <laughs> You've met Mary, right? I have. That she's actually very cool. Anyone can be broken. <laughs> that is true. That Anyone is true. can go down yeah. that dark path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. This portion of Irritable Dad Syndrome is brought to you by G. Your Hair Smells Terrific, the perfect shampoo for ladies who love to look and smell their best. Now, back to the show. Anyway, if you're a new listener, stick with us. Yeah. We've got other things to talk about. This is actually a, this is actually a really good show. Yeah. You're catching us in December. Yeah, it's been a year. I know it's been a year. Mm-hmm. It's been a rough, interesting year. Since what? Last year. Since, <laughs> since last. Twenty twenty one has been an interesting year. Although Some you know stuff what has gone down. The episode we recorded around this time last year totally mm-hmm. flopped. Did it? Oh, yeah. What was the one last year at this time? I don't know. Like Ep- episode five or six? Yeah, that one sucked. Yeah. <laughs> we was, started in... in it was... Uh, epi- yeah. it was in, no, I think it was like episode 21 or something. We I started remember. back in 19... <laughs> <laughs> you like Red Robin, Mike? <laughs> I lost my mind at Red Robin. Uh-huh. I- Red Robin. Yum. So when you go to Red Robin, you yeah. have some choices to make. You can be good. They have salads there. I've... Heard. What's the point? That's and like they, going to a hooker and asking for a hug. Wow. Ah, waka waka waka. And they have some chicken sandwiches. 
And then they have their burgers. Uh-huh. And then they have their gourmet burgers. Uh-huh. Some say gourmet, but whatever. Flumeau. Who do you think you are? Right. right. Go back to France. Um, one of the burgers that was noted was the Ultimate Cheese, Mr. Cheese, Captain Cheese, something cheese. Captain Cheese. And the big thing about it was it had two different types of cheese. Whatever. <laughs> so. Okay. And then a cheese sauce. Ooh, so hurt me. You call it Captain okay. Cheese, and it has two pieces so of cheese. The first, <laughs> the first thing that I did when I sat down with my family was I ordered a Stella. Uh-huh. I think that's what you do. Okay, I ordered the small because you can get you can get the small, or you can get the I don't care about anybody around me at this moment. <laughs> they brought me out like a Viking mug style, like it it had a a, a heft to it, like hit the table, and the table kind of slanted towards me a little bit. Right. And Beth said, and I'll quote, whoa. And I said, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, I was thirsty, but this takes it to a whole new level. Yeah. Uh, but you'd never send something like that back. No. Um, and then it came to time to order the mill. So I ordered the McCheese or whatever the hell that was. The Captain Cheese-tastic special. Yeah. And then they said, do you want fries? And I said, yes. <laughs> If you ask me any more stupid questions, the tip is going out the window. Right. The kids ordered whatever they ordered. Right. And then Bess ordered something with a burger. And then they brought that. And then halfway through the burger, with burger in my mouth, I said, I'm getting milkshake today. Okay. I'm going there. Okay. 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 So we get done. And now my stomach and my body is saying, you need to calm down. Mm -hmm. We cannot take a milkshake. And then the lady came around, and I said, what do I need to do to get a milkshake? <laughs> I got a strawberry milkshake. Uh-huh. Andrew said, that sounds good. I get a strawberry milkshake. And then Bess got a cookies and cream, and Charlie got a cookies and cream. And she said, uh, this is going to be like a little kid's version for him. And I looked at him and said, Charlie, do you want the little kid's version, or do you want the adult manly version of right. the, the milkshake? And he said, I want the big milkshake. I said, he'll have the big milkshake. Uh-huh. And she looked at me as though to say, are you sure? And I looked at her sternly as to say, you watch, tread lightly, lady. Yeah. This is a future cage fighter here. I don't screw around he, with milkshakes. He ordered an adult Oreo shake. Uh-huh. You will come back with an adult Oreo shake. You will uh-huh. place it in front of him, and you will hope that that's enough to stay his hand. <laughs> so she brought him back uh-huh. into go mugs because we're not crazy. Right. <laughs> I heard your dad went into a restaurant and ate everything in the restaurant and they had to close the restaurant. And we walked out slurping the milkshakes. And my family had the gall. So this is Red Robin. So you know okay. the geography. I Yeah. It's they across from the, the movie theater. Yeah. They had the gall to be surprised that by the time we merged on the 75, I was almost done. I was going... <laughs> You know, like the end, like there's nothing left. Right. They were like, wow, you're through that already? I'm like, you're, you're still going? Yeah. I thought about getting two because I wanted to have one to last the whole ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we came home. It's a milkshake. Now, the worst thing that you can do after having a Red Robin McCheese Super Flurry burger. It's kind of like if you get a head injury, you don't lay down. Yeah. I got that. You get that. You get fries and you get a milkshake. You do not want to go to bed immediately. No. So I went straight to bed. <laughs> I didn't even have a glass of water by the bed. I okay. just I just went in because I couldn't think. I couldn't carry anything. I'm just like, I need to go upstairs and go to bed. Mm-hmm. I think I slept about 16 hours. I don't know what <laughs> happened. I don't What happened? Hey, what happened? You were in a food coma. I felt great. Yeah. I haven't felt better than that in a long time the next morning. Uh-huh. I was expecting to feel horrible, but right. I felt refreshed. 
rejuvenated, cleansed so, of my toxins. So what you're trying to say is, yeah, just go gorge yourself, and you'll love yourself Lose the next your day. Yeah, the, the only thing that I didn't live do once. the next the next time we do this, mm-hmm. and we've got this takes planning, is I want to do all of what I just said, but I want to add a movie onto the end of it and eat a very large popcorn. Oh God. Yeah, I mean they'll be taking me to the emergency room at about three in the morning. Yeah, it'll be worth it. Did you get the like the Red Robin seasoning on the fries? You know they don't have that anymore. What? They don't have. Shut up! It was not there. Why? They don't have it. They have ketchup, salt. The hell! They don't have it. Why? They don't. (laughs) You keep asking me questions I can't answer. They don't have it anymore. I'm perplexed. They don't. At least it wasn't available to us. I looked Mm -hmm. around at other tables. I know exactly what you're talking about. We have seasoned salt here because of Red Robin. Yeah. I thought, wow, this is tasty salt. Yeah. Did you get refills on your fries? Because they have the unlimited fries. No. The one time I did that, I... I very much regretted it. I, I did too. Uh, I think, oh, and, and plus, we got an extra thing, and I had like three of them. Like, uh, oh, yeah. like I'm gonna die. Yeah. So once I, I I'm gonna fall face first in the toilet. Once I made the decision to get a milkshake, which was three hours before we went to Red Robin, mm-hmm. I decided if I, I I have enough in me, enough willpower to make it through a burger, fries, and their milkshake. If I add any more to that. I could do that and go watch a musical. Uh-huh. I, that's what Bess needs to do. If she ever wants to see a musical, take me to Red Robin, get me tanked up on all that and stuff. Then go I'll, watch, go watch, and I'll go watch Cats. And then will, will you watch The Greatest Showman? Yeah, twice. Okay. Twice. You, and I'll review it. Okay. Yeah. I'll give a review of it and talk about how much it's awesome. I actually feel bad for your wife. Well, I, I always feel bad for your wife. <laughs> <laughs> but when we were moving stuff into... Her mom's uh, assisted living facility. Yes, and we not a nursing home. No, we were talking to the lady who works there and about movies that show in the theater there yeah. at mm-hmm. the nursing home. Yeah, the assisted living facility. Assisted living. And facility. she said we even have the Greatest Showman who was here like a couple weeks ago. And Bess was like, "Oh, I would love to watch that movie. I would love to see it." And you're like, "Nope, nope, nope, <laughs> no." No, not gonna happen. No, no. Hands up. No. Yeah. Out of here. No. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. my husband doesn't love me enough to watch the movie I want to watch. And it's, I'm thinking, Bess, come over to the house and I'll watch it with you. But then yeah. I think that's crossing a line. See, that's crossing a line that friends and podcasters yeah. don't break. It's a musical. It's great, mm. is what I'm saying. You liked the Elton John one. I did. You see, and I didn't like the Elton John is one. Is Bohemian Rhapsody, is that considered a musical too? Or is that I like a rock rockumentary? I think That's it's, not a rockumentary. No. It's like a drama. But the Elton I John one know. is absolutely a musical. And I, I told you that. I think we talked about that on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I got about halfway through it and it dawned on me, my God, I'm watching a musical and yeah. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. So I can I can like musicals. Mm-hmm. It's like Bess You're can stubborn. like war movies. She liked 300. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had to sit through it. I think she had to find something in it that she liked. Yeah. And when we came out of it, she said, I really like the part where they took all their the, shirts. No, when they pushed the, the wall of dead bodies over on the other army. I was oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good yeah. part. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave Lay, and now it's time for Dave's Comedy Corner. So what's the deal with these Marvel characters, you know? If you think Thor had a big hammer, you should see a socket set. This has been Dave's Comedy Corner. Ah, waka, waka, waka. 
Speaking of movies, there's two uh-huh. things I want to talk about here okay. that are not on the rundown. Okay. Uh, in one of our interactions, we I came across on the Tweeter, mm-hmm. another podcast, uh, and I sent them a message because I really dig their um, flumal. flumal. Okay. What they do, <laughs> their penultimate they have two hosts. And if I were more prepared, I'd be able to tell you the name of the podcast. I can't tell you the name of it. Okay. I'll, I'll post it or something. Okay. They have two hosts, and every week... Well, I know that they, narrows it down a lot. They bring up a movie that one loves and one can't stand. And the person that loves it has to defend It's kind of like the point, movie. counterpoint. Yeah. It's like that, like but Siskel with movies. Yeah. So I messaged them. I said, hey, that's a really that's a really cool uh, flumah. Uh-huh. Uh, and I said, I... Uh, I'm a host of a podcast with an individual that can't stand Keanu Reeves and anything. I like would, Keanu Reeves. I'm telling you what I, I told him. I can't stand the you Matrix. Correct it all you Just want. Just like I'm you, you what, yeah. You say you hate, don't hate the Beatles, but you do. I don't hate the Beatles. Yeah, you do. I I could learn to hate Art Garfunkel. Well, you know that's just like uh, your opinion, man. They said best vocalist outside of Roy Orbison. And Ronnie James Dio. Okay. <laughs> Tom Jones and Chris Cornell. Those are the top five male vocals. Art Garfunkel, Roy Orbison, Ronnie James Dio, Chris me? Cornell. Who was it that was in a movie, like Tom a Jones. James Bond movie? Was it Tom Jones or was it the other guy? Um, who's the other guy that's like Tom Jones? Name guys like uh, Tom uh, Jones. Humperdinck? No. Uh, or Engelbert Humperdinck? No, like a Vegas guy. He's like, he lives in Vegas. He, oh, Don I could see him. Yeah, yeah. Baby Don Cushane. Yeah, that guy. Vern Gosden. No. He was Norm. In, he was in a movie. Okay. Like in like a, a James Bond. Like he was in one of those like serious movies, but he was a dude. Uh-huh. Like a thing. He was a serious movie, but Shit. he was a dude. He was a thing. Wayne Newton. Okay, Wayne Newton. Now, I'm going to look him up on IMDb to see which movie I have to see. Okay. And we're going to come back, and everybody on the podcast is going to be amazed that I can recall uh-huh. this. Wayne Newton. License to Kill. He was the bad guy in License to Kill. Okay. Holy <laughs> I was actually right about something. Okay. okay. Wayne and Newton. he was also in Vegas Vacation. License to Kill. Okay. He was the bad guy in License to Kill. Your point? <laughs> What's it got to do with anything? Well, my <laughs> point is... Is that I remembered something? I, I, I <laughs> do usually, not remember it. I'm usually so wrong about these things. No, I remember that he was. In, I said he was in a James Bond movie. I just okay. couldn't remember. Gotcha. I couldn't remember his name, right, or the movie. Yeah, but I knew that an actor with the hair and sings yeah. is in a movie with the gun and James Bond. Yeah, Clark Griswold's wife had the hots for him. Okay, in Vegas Vacation. Yeah, yeah. So now I, I, I have that movie over here. I have the the, License the to James kill? The, yeah the James Bond collection is over okay. there. I'm going to watch License to Kill. Okay, that was a Roger Moore joint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this: This is going off the rails here. Joint. Wh- who is your you, who's your favorite who's your favorite James Bond? Well, you got to say Sean Connery. You don't necessarily have to say Sean Connery. You'll get you'll a ha- your lot house of will people. Get egged. You're in a safe zone here. You're in a safety tree here. I really liked Roger Moore. A lot of people say that. I really. A lot liked. of people say that. Roger Moore was the first one that I saw uh, for your eyes reason. only. That's a reason a lot of people say that. That was the first one I saw. I yeah. always liked Roger Moore. Yeah. Sean Connery was cooler. Yeah. But yeah, Sean Connery. If you go back and watch the older ones, Sean Connery is back when you could just backhand a woman, and it was like it's uncomfortable watching the first couple because I'm like, I'm gonna watch the first couple again, Mm -hmm. and it's like a a lady starts to say something, he's like, 
Yeah, sure, sure, whatever. Yeah. And he just waves his hand and walks out. They're like, whoa, dude, get, what get, are you? Get your bitch ass in the kitchen and make me some cookies. <laughs> he does. Yeah, yeah. He does. And he's like, he, he literally. I don't think you can say that. He literally backhands a lady in the second one from Russia to Love. He backhands her from on Russia the train. with Love. When, yeah. Whatever. What did I say? <laughs> from Russia to Love. <laughs> Remember I said I want my redneck accent to yeah, come? Yeah. It's coming back. Exactly. So for me, mm-hmm. my favorite for a long time, and walk with me down this lane, okay. Pierce Bronson. Okay. Because <laughs> I was a Remington Steel fan. Okay. And when he was announced as the next James Bond, I was like, yes. Now, I dug Roger Moore, mm-hmm. but Roger Moore, for me, like mm-hmm. you, was the first James Bond that I saw. Right. And it made me think that James Bond was like kind of a campy thing. Mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan was the guy that kind of brought it back to, it's not that campy, it's kind of more serious. And then Daniel Craig just went full serious. And I I lost my mind with Daniel Craig. I love Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig took it more serious than any Anybody. of the other ones. Yeah. It's almost like he. It's like let's turn these into real movies, okay? <laughs> yeah. You know, let's not make James Bond movies. Let's yeah. make a real spy movie. Yeah, so it was like his goal. Yeah, so Sean Connery was like your grandpa's James Bond. Like, yeah. what's that woman doing there? She shouldn't be doing anything. But what? You know, he's like what? You're like as sexist and as exactly. weird as you can get. Roger Moore was the kind of funny one. Yes, campy one for us. Pierce Bronson, as we get older, mm-hmm. kind of gets it more serious, but he still had some quips, and he was in Mrs. Doubtfire, so he had some comedy yes. thing going on there. Yes, And then finally, when we're all grown up, and we've seen Bourne Supremacy, and those kind of weird debates happen, mm-hmm. well, Bourne could totally kick James Bond's ass, then that's when they say, okay, let's bring in Daniel Craig. Poor Timothy Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody forgets him. He's like, hey, I was, I was, I was James Bond. <laughs> hey, me, I was, hey. Hey, you know, I was, do you do you I, think hello? it? Yeah. Do you think it was the title, "The Living Daylights"? Do you think that's what made that it? That didn't suck? bother me. I, I mean, I have it over there. It I don't was, know if I'll ever. What was watch the, it. He only did two: "The, the Living, Living Daylights. Daylights" and "For Your Money." I'll born to born to born to born to born to, born to jump canyons. I can't remember what born it was. born to something ultimatum. Yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, keep forgetting about Timothy him. Dalton. <laughs> Just you know, they tried. They did. No, no, they tried to reunite all six James Bonds at the Oscars. Sean Connery was like, hell no. Pierce Brosnan was, <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to do that at all. I don't know if, uh, I mean, it's like, as yeah. th- the plan is screwed is if one of them says no. Yeah. Because, you know, what's the point? It'd well, be cool. And no one has seen, what's the other guy who's in one movie? Um um, Bryce Johnson. Bryce Johnson. Yeah, who was my third favorite James Bond. Well, but that's uh, not who I'm thinking of. We'll see. Of all of them, wasn't it, it was Sean Connery and Pierce Bronson were really the only ones that had a Brosnan, so, not Bronson. Brosnan. I Pierce say Bronson. I say right. Bronson because right. I just do. Uh, he's him and Sean Connery are the only ones that really ever had a career outside of James Bond. I mean, once Roger Moore was in James Bond, that was what he did. Pierce Bronson had other stuff. Brosnan. George Lazenby. I'm going to keep saying it. George Lazenby. <laughs> George Lazenby was yeah. the other. And then he went back to being a clerk at Safeway. <laughs> well, no, he, <laughs> S-Mart. he started his own line of cologne. <laughs> Did he really? Is that what that thing says that he started? No, I thought it was funny. <laughs> what, what is that fragrance? Lazenby. <laughs> Long way to go for that one, but hey, what happened? Sounds like ass and B. You don't want that in your <laughs> no, on your you, neck. No, you don't. <laughs> what happened? This portion of Irritable Dad Syndrome is brought to you by Kenner Toys. They made the Star Wars figures. Now back to the show. 
So Christmas is coming up. Okay. It's coming up. Uh, it's... It actually may be today for all we know from when this episode No, no, no. Right. This episode airs on twenty on the 21st. Okay. This episode drops four days before This Christmas. is your last chance to order stuff for your loved one. Exactly. If you want to get it by January the 14th. <laughs> You can order it now at irritabledadsyndrome.com. Mm-hmm. Go to our merch section and find cool yeah. stuff. But I wanted to tell a Christmas story. Okay. When I was a kid, we yeah. went to Lafayette, Indiana to visit my grandparents. And I've talked about my Uncle Fran before. My Uncle Fran dressed up as Santa Claus one year. Okay. My cousins, Donnie and Dustin, were so little, and they believed it was Santa Claus. Okay. Now, keep in mind... They did not pay attention at all to the fact that Santa Claus was dripping with sweat. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't pay attention to the fact that Santa Claus had a smoke in one hand uh-huh. and a Budweiser in the other. <laughs> and Santa Claus is, oh, where are these kids at? Damn, it's hot up here. Woo! <laughs> just, and I'm crying laughing because my Uncle Fran is just, just, just covered, just dripping. And the boys sat on his lap and, what do you want for Christmas? <sighs> just smoking away. And somewhere, and I don't have a picture, I wish I did, I've got to reach out to my aunt and see if she's got a copy. But there's a picture of my Uncle Fran with a smoke in one hand, a beer in the other, dressed as Santa Claus. <laughs> and... It was the best Christmas ever. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go, uh, I have an uncle on my other side of the family who on Christmas Eve, we would go to my granny's house. Yeah. He would give all the kids fireworks. <laughs> so, okay. So all the kids yeah. are out there in the snow, risking death and pneumonia and losing a finger, uh-huh. burning themselves, lighting off firecrackers. Out in the snow. Yeah. Merry Christmas. So when we visited, um, <laughs> we visited Bess's sister, this is a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. Kids were younger and more impressionable and, and much more gullible than they are now. Right. I was telling them, I'll give you 50 cents if you take off your shoes and socks, run out into the snow and stand there for 30 seconds mm-hmm. and then run back in. 50 cents? It was entertainment. I felt like it. I was stretching my entertainment value, uh-huh. entertainment dollar. Okay. So they did it, which I was cracking up. I thought this was hilarious. Yeah. So then I said, go out there and do it for a minute. And then they did it longer. Were these your kids? My kids and their kids. Okay. Uh, by the time this was over, their feet were like red, slightly blue. What is wrong with you? It, I thought it was hilarious. In your it defense. It was so funny. In my defense. It was funny. <laughs> And nobody else stopped you. It, the funniest part to me, can I tell you this? Yeah. This I don't <laughs> that's what we're here for, Mike. I don't know how I feel about this. The funnest and funniest part for me uh-huh. was the fact that they were doing it for fifty cents, 50 cents. and a dollar. Like right. I'm you're risking your feet. Right. Like your your feet could get frostbite. You may lose a toe. You could right. lose an ankle. Right. You lose your whole foot. Yeah. And you're excited over fifty cents. And that's what <laughs> And what's hilarious is me to keep you, going. you were like, you know what? I actually don't have any change. <laughs> Can I Venmo you? <laughs> I don't think I actually paid him. Now that I think about think it. You, I doubt <laughs> seriously you did. Oh, that was a hoot. Marvel, mm-hmm. I read this, is bringing back Daredevil. Did you yeah. ever watch Daredevil on I, the Netflix? I did not. Okay. The TV show or the movie with Ben Affleck? No, the, the TV show. Ben Affleck, forget he exists. Okay. Forget that. Done. They, they tried to make it somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to make it kind of funny. It's it's no. Okay. The the TV show with I Jennifer had, Garner. Uh, yes. 
Okay. And the guy. Wait, the, was she in the TV show or was she in the movie? I don't know if she's even okay. in any of it. You know I who just, Jennifer Garner is, right? Yeah, okay. but I don't know if she was in the TV show. Anyway, the TV show. They're also making Blade. <clears throat> I've heard that as well. You should watch Daredevil, at least the first two episodes. Okay. There's a scene. I think it's in the second episode. It's a single shot. Okay. The reason I'm excited about them bringing this back is because I felt like it, it apparently it was like stopped. It fed into the Punisher and that James Bernthal guy that was big in Walking Dead, um, Rick's friend in the beginning. Shane? Shane. Okay. He's the Punisher. So he comes in Daredevil season two, the Daredevil and, and Punisher kind of go at each other. And then the Punisher went off on his on his own series. Okay. But if you watch the Daredevil episodes you watch episode two there's a scene where he goes into a place a facility and i'm not really spoiling anything it's it's like a kroger or a library no no no, no. it's like an underground like they're they're capturing kids that's like some kind of weird thing oh a bad thing a bad thing yeah they're selling kids into something bad that's yeah okay and he goes in to rescue this kid so there's this shot down a hallway and there's like three or four doors on either side of the hallway. Now, the kid is in the door at the very end of the hallway that the camera's facing. He doesn't know that yet. He's going to go door to door looking for this kid. Mm-hmm. It's a single shot. There's no cuts. There's no breaks. The camera never moves. He goes into each room, and it gets more and more amazing, the choreographing of the fight, because they're breaking the walls. They're slamming stuff. There's some gunshots that happen. It's amazing it's a good i don't know a couple minutes three or four minutes just straight shot before he gets to the end and rescues the kid and bring him out so i mean daredevil in the comics and in the show he's blind okay and he fights with like he listens for where the sound is he can detect where people is he's blind he uses radar he like, uses he's, radar. he's like a bat. He's like a bat. Yeah. Uh, and he has like, uh, he doesn't have his, smart. what makes it even better, what makes it even better is that at this point, he's he's new in the series. He doesn't have his costume yet. He has like a red costume. But at this point, all he has is a bandana, not a tool bandana. He's not that cool, but no. a bandana around his eyes. And he's walking, looking like a pirate and he's destroying all these people. Okay. So it's worth watching just for the first two episodes to get that scene in your head. To see why I'm so excited that he's going to be joining the MCU and be in the movies. Because okay. that dude nailed that character. Okay. I'm, I'm freaking excited yeah. for him. I'm as excited to see him be Daredevil as I am for, you know, like when Thor changed in Ragnarok. And I'm a big Thor guy. Yeah. Even uh, every, though you haven't every, seen the second one. Every yeah. You still haven't watched the second one, right? I haven't. Why? I just haven't. It's good. I just haven't. Yeah. Okay. Every normal human male over the age of 30... Loves Captain America. Yeah. Um, it, they're kind of in the similar vein there. Yeah. Similar vein. Daredevil doesn't really have any superpowers. He just beats people with mm-hmm. his fists. Right. He's blind. By the way, um, I li- License to Kill is Timothy Dalton, not Roger Moore. I guess I have seen a Timothy Dalton. Oh, blind. I saw both the Timothy Dalton movies, and they're both garbage. Did you see him in the theater, or did you see him at home? Well, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I saw him. At the, I mean, that's what we did. We went to see him at the movie theater. Okay. Because Were you a big James Bond guy? No. You just no, but I went. I mean, it's something to yeah. do. I didn't dislike it's, him. It's either that or Toy Story. No. No. What the hell are you talking about? I don't know. No, I never disliked James Bond, but no. it just wasn't my oh my god, I gotta rush out and see the okay. new one. I'm of the opinion that they need to stop because they've made how many James Bond movies? Twenty. They, they're on the sixth 
guy. Okay. Yeah. It's like, well, who's going to be the next James Bond? How about nobody? Yeah. Okay. You've done it to death. Well, people want to see that thing. I, I know, but if you want to see that thing, hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Ah, waka, waka, waka. That's what they did with the Bourne identity, the Bourne ultimatum. Okay. Jason Bourne came out, and I'm like, finally, someone proved that you can make a type of movie like this that's yeah. not James Bond. Yeah. I'm done with true. James Bond. I think yeah. they've done it to death. Yeah. And so, I, yeah, I think they need to let it go. There's something to be said for every few years seeing a trailer come out and it looks like nothing you've ever seen. And all of a sudden, the dude looks to the camera and says, Bond, James Bond. And everybody loses their mind. Whatever. Yeah. I, I don't care. I don't yeah. care that he has a, a car that drops uh, steel uh, ball wool. bearings and it is steel wool. It just comes out and then, hey, my car is clean. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's chafed it, my paint it, job. Exactly. Yeah, what the you hell? know, and then the, the, like the closest thing I ever did uh-huh. to becoming like, like James Bond yeah. was, you know, you put a bunch of helium balloons in your trunk uh-huh. and when you're driving, you pop the thing and the trunk opens up on its own and all the balloons come out. And you're like the guy in Up? Exactly. Cross exactly. with James Bond? No, no. I was. Okay. I'm, you keep trying to <coughs> steer this into Pixar, and I'm not trying to talk about Pixar. Yeah. I'm just talking you about James Bond. You said balloons coming out. I just yeah, think balloon, of that balloons yeah. carrying the house. Exactly. With the old guy. Yeah, Up. up. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Fredrickson. With the boys. Wow. You just whipped that out on like it was nothing. Di- on Disney Plus, they made five uh, little half-hour episodes with Mr. Frederickson and Doug yeah. the dog, and they're all fantastic. You, yeah, okay. they're really good. We binge watched it; yeah. it's really good. Okay, because I love the movie Up. Okay, yeah. yeah. Don't don't act like I'm crazy because I enjoy Pixar. I'm, not, I'm just I'm you're looking. I'm at, uncomfortable with this conversation now. Well, oh, you were fine talking about Daredevil busting through walls of people That's who are awesome. selling kids into whatever. Yeah. yeah, but Mr. Frederickson and a bunch of balloons makes you yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, it makes you uncomfortable. This portion of Irritable Dad Syndrome is brought to you by Meemaw's Country Kitchen Cheese Titties, the crispy, cheesy treats you'll crave. Hi, I'm Dave Lay, and I love titties, especially Meemaw's Country Kitchen Cheese Titties. Baked with a rich, sweet, and cheesy flavor, you'll taste the difference when you bite into these titties. These snacks are so good, if you put one titty in your mouth, I'll guarantee you'll want more. Meemaw's Country Kitchen Cheese Titties. Ask for them by name. It's time now for the Kroger story of the week. I think there's something wrong with my Kroger. Which one? The, the, the one, the, the new one? The, the, the one that I shop yeah. at all the time. Every time I go, nothing happens. Yeah. The last like five times I went, I haven't ran into anybody no. crazy. The cashiers don't have anything to do or say. There's nobody at the crowbar. I mean, it's like one in the afternoon of course there's no yeah but it's like there's nothing happening at the cheese section no nothing wacky where the cereal is it's nothing in the parking lot and it's really starting to bother me because we used to have the kroger story of the week yeah we don't have that and we haven't had it because nothing happened nothing's happening i mean the other day i was at kroger yeah and i get out of my car and Uh i'm walking down and there's a guy and he's holding a stogie and I look at his car, and I'm thinking, oh, there's gasoline coming out of the bottom of his... Yeah. It's like he's standing, and there's gasoline all coming out from the bottom of his car, and he's holding a cigar, a lit cigar. Okay. And I'm like, wait. And I'm thinking, no. And then I realize he's got a cooler. He's emptying the water out of his cooler. <laughs> 
So I thought we were going to have an explosion, yeah. but this is this is how sick I am. You were, I was, th- you were. I was thinking, I hope that's gasoline. I hope the guy is standing there with a stogie, standing over yeah. a thing of gasoline. I want I someone say, to die horribly for my comedy podcast. Exactly. Well, I didn't want him to die. Well, but I yeah, did want him maimed. If it explodes and he gets knocked back twenty or thirty feet, no, that's and he's funny. fine. That's funny, and he's fine, and no one else around him gets hurt. Yeah. And yeah. Like, why was he standing there with a stogie yeah. over gasoline? It's Christmas. He could have fallen into a bunch of trees. <laughs> that's that's been true. Fine. Or Thanksgiving yeah, pumpkins. You know. But as soon as I realized he's just emptying out his cooler, yeah, who like, farted? I just walked by him. I'm like, you, you mean nothing to me? Yeah. This isn't going to go on the pod. Well, it's now on the podcast now. Yeah. But anyway, so something's got to happen because. Uh, the, without the, the without the Kroger story of the week, the episode we did last week, I think wrapped up around fifty two minutes. Yeah, we would have been a solid hour long if we'd. Can had I the tell Kroger you something about Kroger? Sure. I'm tired of their grapes. Yeah. Okay. The last you got batch me of grapes excited. I got weren't that amazing. You got me excited because they have grapes in the box. They don't mm-hmm. have them in the or they they still have them in that Ziploc bag. They leave open for weirdos to go in and grab and, exactly. and slurp. Exactly. Uh, but they had them in the box, and I got some black grapes. Those are my favorite. Okay. You your black, your red, and your green. Mm-hmm. Green are the least. Red's the middle. Black are awesome. Okay. So I got some black grapes in the box. I they just that's more grapey to me. All <laughs> all renditions of grapes you see that are grapey yeah. are the black or very dark. I call them black. They're very dark purple. Right. So I love those guys. I got those dark purple. Yeah, and <laughs> deep purple. They were great. You can cut that out of the box. They were. I, I, yeah. okay. They were wonderful. Mm-hmm. I loved them. Yeah. That was like eating candy. And then I go back were and they I'm like spooky licious. Mike, please cut that out of the podcast. I come back Mm -hmm. and I go to buy those boxes and I notice something very vexing to me. (laughs) Very very oblique. Yeah. There's not a lot of boxes, Uh which can mean, are these the same boxes from the last time that was here, like a week and a half ago? And they're just, they haven't sold them yet. These are the ones that didn't sell when I bought the other one. And I picked one of them up and I looked and there was mold. Yeah, growing on the grapes. Ooh, so I had to go. I already had a hankering for grapes at that point, (laughs) so I had to go over to Ziploc Slurpee Land and get the green grapes. Some weirdo's been slurping on Ziploc Slurpee Land. (laughs) Pissed me off. Some jackhole taking the Slurpee grapes Mm -hmm. back to his assisted living facility and reading about warplanes. Yeah, I didn't like it. Didn't like it at all. You know what? I worked at a grocery store for five and a half years, and I'll be going and getting uh, my bacon. Or it's worse if I go through the dairy because I I have a certificate in dairy and frozen food distribution. Okay. I do. Okay. I'm certified to sell, not to sell like my profit from it, but to work in those two departments. Thank okay. you. Thank you very much. But I'll go through, and if I notice that there is something with a later date. And it's in front of something that's the wrong date. I'll move it around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I intentionally put the product where to where you sell the oldest stuff first. <clears throat> See, which is I what have, you're supposed to do. I have an associate's degree in facing. Uh-huh. Okay, so when I worked at Kroger, did you yeah. know I worked at Kroger? Yeah, you told me that way back in the college days. Yeah. I worked in the pharmacy slash uh, drug area. Okay, and I had to face 
the aisles. Yeah, you, which meant you pull, going through. Yeah, pull, and pull through. everything forward. We called that blocking. Yeah. You so block I, the aisle. I was doing that, and I think we're past the statute of limitations on this story. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's a good twenty years past. Okay. I had a boss mm-hmm. uh, who was of questionable moral character. Okay. Let's just leave it there. Call a spade a spade. I think he was stooping somebody in the oh, in the pharmacy department. Stooping. Yeah. What are you, Mel Brooks now? <clears throat> yeah. I think it was stooping her. Well, I, I only say that because she was complaining about it. So I, you know, put two and two together. She was complaining that anyway, he was stooping her? I was, yes. And I was facing, I was facing Stop the stooping him. Tylenol. <laughs> <laughs> and he came over and uh-huh. I was working one way down the aisle. So uh-huh. he came over to the section that I hadn't done yet. I was on my way there. It's kind of like mowing the lawn. You, right. you go over to the section you haven't mowed yet. You can't blame the guy for not having that part not mowed. Right. He blamed me for not having this face. And he's like, let's let's talk about your facing. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I went over to see what he had to say about facing. And he said, does this look acceptable to you? And I'm like, well, I haven't. This is, I, I'm. I'm I'm not, I, I haven't gotten to this part. I've started down yet. on. Excuse me, I'm I'm talking. I'm, oh, I'm okay. agreeing with you. I'm listening. I'm listening. And he he says, "Are you paying attention?" You know, when I said "excuse me," I'm talking. That's what he said to me. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, "This is how you face." And he proceeded to do exactly what I've been doing down the aisle. Mm-hmm. And then I, like an idiot, think that he's actually here for a conversation. <laughs> I say, but. Sir, and I called him sir. Right. Right down here, you see I've done exactly that. And he's like, excuse me, are you saying that I can't tell what's been faced and what's not been faced? And then it's like when something clicked in my head, it's like, I want oh, you to get faced. Oh, yeah. I'm, you're you're talking to an asshole now. Oh, That's what, this, ding, this ding, is, ding. wow, it doesn't matter what you say, right. he's going to disagree with it because he came over here with the thing. Uh-huh. So I took all that. Uh-huh. So now every as, time as you do, er, yeah. as you do, every time I go to Kroger, I think of I see like the stuff and I see something off, and I I think somebody came through and faced that, mm-hmm. and it's been unfaced, and now some manager may come by and say, uh, "Can you come over here and, and right. take a look at this?" I don't even know if they do that anymore. Because well, they have the automatic things. This is they didn't have a lot. You know what? Like the spring loaded, like you the Afrin's in the thing, and you take oh, one out of. Oh yes, yes. So this Kroger didn't have that. Okay. It was literally just shelves. Right. So anytime some jackwad, yeah, some Karen as they're called, <laughs> would come through and start manhandling all the children's Afrin. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I hate when they do that. Uh, I had to go back through and reface all those things. This has been the Kroger story of the week. Now, I was trying to think of my days at Winn-Dixie when I would, but we called it blocking. You would block the store. <clears throat> yeah. Blocking. Okay. We blocked the shelves. Yeah. A couple of things that we did uh, whenever somebody new was on the stock crew, we would tell them if they worked the salad dressing aisle, they had to shake the salad dressing. <laughs> <laughs> and we told them, like, just, you know, don't go crazy. Just two shakes. And then you put it on the aisle. Two shakes. <laughs> put it on the aisle. Two yeah. shakes. And me and there was a guy, Bull. There's another guy. Bull. Bull. Bull Shannon. I don't even remember Bull's real name. Okay. We called him Bull for yeah. so long. I don't know the guy's name. Yeah. And uh, there was a guy, Mark, and then there was, um, uh, uh, and I can't remember the other guy, David. Okay. So and we would get a new person on there, and then that's what we would do. Usually our boss, Mr. Wilcox, okay, he usually did not work overnight stock crew. One of the other assistant managers would do. 
the overnight okay. shift with yeah. the guys because you can't leave a bunch of teenagers in a store. Right. Got to have a manager there. Yeah. So he's he's working one night. <laughs> And he walks by and he sees one of the new guys stalking the salad dressing, shaking up and on there. He's like, oh, God damn it. Bull! Get over here! He's like, cut that out. He had this big smile on his face. Yeah. But it's like, God, come on. We've got, we've got stuff to do. Okay, you reminded me of another story. Now, this is much later in my life. Okay. So what I told you there was when I was in college, mm-hmm. I had a brief stint at Kroger. Mm-hmm. Much later in my life, after I'm out of college, I'm at like an actual quote-unquote real job. And it was my first day. One of the uh, people that worked there was taking me on my tour mm-hmm. and said, well, here's the water fountain. And, and there was a bucket right next to it. And I'm like, what's the bucket for? Uh, oh, you need to, one of the things you need to do every day is refill the water fountain. You take the bucket into the bathroom, <laughs> you fill it up with water, and you come out and you, and I'm, I'm staring at him. And I think he thinks that I'm buying it. And I'm trying to decide, does he really, <laughs> it, it, should I laugh or does he really think that I'm this stupid? And I just like, dude, come on. I, I told I remember saying, I was like, dude, uh-huh. come on. And he just started laughing. He's like, you'd be surprised how many people we get with that one. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a few months later, we hired a few more engineers, and I was walking down the hall, and I see one of the new engineers uh-huh. upending a bucket uh-huh. into the water fountain, and I couldn't help it because I'm walking into the lab, which is right next to it, and I just like, Jesus. And they look at me, and, and they said, am I doing it wrong? <laughs> my God. Oh, my Lord. At my first TV station, yeah. I heard a prank that they would pull on new production assistants. Okay. So at TV stations, the weatherman, the meteorologist, it's not a weatherman because women do the weather also. Weather person. Meteorologists stand in front of the chroma key wall. Okay. It used to be blue. It's now green. And and Superman, that's how he flew. And Peter Jackson did the Lord of the Rings in front of green screen technology is mm-hmm. what they call it. So it's the chroma key wall. Mm-hmm. Well... <laughs> My boss. <laughs> Two guys were in on it. Yeah. Rusty locked the door on someone else who was in a closet, and he's banging on the closet yeah. from the inside. Help, I need somebody to get the key. And they're like, yeah. which key do you need? The chroma key. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the production assistants runs and says, could someone tell me where to find the chroma key? <laughs> and the engineers are like, oh, yeah, it's uh, it's over in the back room, whatever. And they would yeah. stare. It's, it's great. Great fun. Great fun. Irritable Dead Syndrome is proudly brought to you by Diff Liquid Concentrated Wallpaper Stripper, Otis Elevators, and Bone Suckin' Mustard. Please use their products whenever possible and help them make a boatload of money. Thank you. Now back to our program. I coined a phrase at our house. A new new phrase. I did this after Thanksgiving. You know, we had leftover turkey and leftover ham and and a bunch of leftovers and everything. And so uh, it was two or three nights afterward. I didn't feel like cooking and Libby didn't feel like cooking. And so we decided it's leftover night. And we told the boys, 
Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and so we called our, we're ha- tonight we're having a good luck dinner. Yeah. Good luck finding what you want to find, but mm. it's in there. Go get it. Oh. And we're so happy now that we have good luck dinner nights. I can't wait till we get to that point, because really the only person we have to really feed here is Charlie. Yeah. Andrew's reached the point, like cat level. Mm-hmm. You can leave a cat alone and it'll find a way. Mm-hmm. A dog is just going to start eating mangers and trees <laughs> and everything else. Um, so Charlie still needs to have people to make him something for food and, and give him a cup that he can, you know, cause he can't reach the cupboard. Right. But once he reaches that level with Andrew, it's like dust off the hands. We're right. done. We've parented, we've parented to the best of our ability. We got an email. Did we really? Yeah, we did. Well, I mean, sort of. Okay. <laughs> it's from your wife. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Bess. Tell Mike to kick me a message. Hey, (laughs) what happened? Hey, can you quit saying what happened? (laughs) No, she wants you and I Uh to figure out why Chipotle has run out of straws. That is weird. Yeah. Because. And I don't know if it's just a Chipotle thing because I was driving home from work. I was downtown and I'm running late and I've got to get Cameron to. No, I was running late and I got to get over here to do this damn thing. So I ran through Wendy's. And they didn't give me a straw. You know who has straws? Who? Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Because every time I go there, Smiling Sally is throwing straws at me hey. while she's telling me, you're done. Hey, you're done. Uh, hey, you're going to have some dinner there? Hey, so, I see you're going to drink with that with a yeah. straw. So there's yeah. two Chipotle. There's a Chipotle here by the house, and mm-hmm. there's one near where I work. Mm-hmm. And the one near where I work is incompetent. Okay? They, have, they do online ordering, and then you get there. <clears throat> And they never have your food. Sometimes okay. it's a good 30-minute wait for your food. You could have just gone in the, the aisle. You would Like, yeah, what's the point? Right. So it's a crapshoot, but I love me some Chipotle. And so when they didn't have straws, I thought, well, this is just incompetence. They just have a problem with the supply chain issue. They can't get their stuff there. Mm-hmm. So one day for lunch, I had, I had some time. I came out to this one. And the same thing. And that's when I started to say, wow, there's some kind of weird straw shortage. This one, for those of you who don't know, shares a parking lot with Kroger. If you go into Kroger, you can walk in and buy some straws, which is what Bess <laughs> mentioned to me. Uh-huh. Why don't they just send somebody over there to go buy some straws? Yeah. That's, why that not? Would, yeah. And, she, and then she made the statement to me, which brought us into a conversation I, I know she didn't expect to have. Aren't all straws the same? To which me, being Captain Know-It-All, was like, actually, no, no, they're not. No. Chick-fil-A has red straws. Chipotle has black straws. Wendy's has normal straws with a stripe down it. McDonald's has offensive <laughs> straws. Have you ever McDonald's is like a manhole cover on one. They're so huge. Like you can drink it, it's ungodly huge. And you find that offensive. It's it, you'll drown. If you are used to the the thin, tell you what. Okay. This is an experiment. Okay. Go to Chick-fil-A for a month. Just get Chick-fil-A size straws for a month. Don't mm-hmm. go to McDonald's and then go to McDonald's and get one of their straws. It's like drinking out of a garden you, hose. You need to have a buddy. Have a swim <laughs> buddy with you. Get some water wings. Because it is. It's like drinking out of a water hose. Uh-huh. The, the time when we went to um, Billy, Idol. Billy Idol and we stopped at McDonald's, it's the first time I've been to McDonald's in months and months. And I got that straw and it was like, whoa, good Lord. Yeah. There's a good, like, 12 ounces in this straw. You know more about straws than anybody I've ever talked to, I think. Yeah. Who has the the ones that expand? 
You know, uh, Bob Evans used like to have those a straws. lot. Those used to be really... F- uh, uh, and then I miss the curly straws. Yeah, Ooh. they don't do those anymore. I know, those are fun. I guess they had to stop <clears throat> those because of COVID. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> that straw's got COVID. <laughs> we watched a few Christmas movies. Okay. Do you do you enjoy Christmas movies? Because I know you've got a black heart. I know you do you don't you don't like I, I, love... I came in tonight and I'm surprised that you had your Christmas tree up because I know you hate Christmas songs. I fought it as much as I could. I know you hate Christmas music. Right? I uh I don't hate it. I'm just over it. Now I do love, <laughs> I do love the uh, Paul McCartney um, wonderful, wonderful Christmas time, but mainly because of the meme that I posted. Uh, I know yes. you saw that. Uh-huh. I laughed way too much at that right. over the weekend when I saw that. But I no, would, no, no. Christmas movies. Okay. Christmas Vacation is one of my favorite movies of all time. We watched that just yesterday. I like Christmas Story, but enough. I love Christmas Story. Enough. If Once a year is yeah. all I need. And Die Hard, like, okay, here's the thing. The whole Die Hard is a Christmas movie thing. I've been watching Die Hard during Christmas since I was in college. Mm-hmm. So now everybody's on the Die Hard. And I hate, I don't, I'm not trying to be one of those guys. It's like now that everybody's doing it, I'm yeah. annoyed with it. Right. I'm just, I'm seriously, it's been 20 plus years. Yeah. Let I'm like a couple of years ago, like best came down. Typically what we do is we wrap presents um, while we're watching Die Hard. Mm-hmm. That's been my tradition forever. Yeah. And Bess has gotten into it. She's gotten to the point where she can quote the movie. And she came down last year and I had Lethal Weapon on. She's like, What are you what are you doing? <laughs> it's like I mean it's it's a Christmas because I you know, I read it, somewhere it happens at Christmas. And I'm like Gremlins. I'm kinda you know, I'm like I'm getting to the point where literally the Christmas before the whole time I'm rapping, I'm mouthing the movie. Yippee ki yay, mother. And I'm doing a thing. Come out to the coast. Fist with your toes. You know, the whole thing. Right. All the diehard quotes. Right. You know, you got any Christmas music? This is Christmas music. Christmas is tallest. I, all the stuff. <laughs> just, you know, I couldn't take it anymore. Uh-huh. We tried to move Die Hard 2. It's not the same. No. It's not the same. No. I love Die Hard. It's one of my favorite all-time movies. To it's the point where movie. I actually read most of the book. Do you know it's based on a book? Okay. Uh, I forget the name of the book, but something weird happens at the end. It's different than how it is in the movie because they didn't want it to be all weird. Right. J.R.R. Tolkien wrote it, right? He did. He yeah. talks about it. goes to a tree. <laughs> but Lethal Weapon, I had a hoot. Last last year, I had a hoot watching Lethal Weapon right. while wrapping presents. Right. Um, and then there was a another a gentleman that I used to work with when we were talking about Christmas movies like that. He said his go-to was Last Kiss Goodnight. Long, the Long Kiss Goodnight. Okay. With Morgan Freeman and what's-her-face? Ashley Judd. No. Winona Ryder. That lady. Some lady. Kira Sedgwick. Uh, I don't know who the, I don't know what the lady's name is, but it, it's, a, it's an what action Give she look movie. like? I don't know. She's blonde. Oh, okay. Short hair. Uh, uh, she's, a, she's an assassin. Uh, she's kind of like born. She was an assassin, but she forgot about it. Mira Sorvino. No. Okay. No, we'll look it up later. Okay. My point is, is that Anne Hayes. I'm I'm cutting. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to help you out here. I don't know. Every time I right. hear that name, I think of paper mache. Okay. That, that cracks yeah, me. Yeah, paper too. mache is funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Anyway, I've moved on to Lethal Weapon, mm-hmm. and I'm looking for other. The question was about Christmas movies. Christmas movies. Christmas Vacation. Die Hard, Lethal Weapon. Elf is my favorite. Elf. I dig we, Elf. We watch Elf every 
Thanksgiving. Okay. Turkey's done. We're all full. We've had our pie. We've put everything away. Yeah. And then we sit our asses down and we watch Elf. And I swear this year, I think I laughed harder this year than I have in the years past. Yeah. And I've seen it. I've seen it 25 times probably. I don't know how many times I've seen it. Libby and I went to see it at the theater when yeah. it came out. We yeah. bought it and owned it before we had kids. It's just the perfect movie for me. And Will yeah. Ferrell, oh my God. And I don't even like his other movies. I love Will Ferrell. Yeah. I hate the movie Anchorman. You can hate me all you want. I dig it. I, I, I dig it. I We actually, Libby and I got up and walked out of the theater. Really? We were, yeah. We were done with it because yeah. we went to see Anchorman. It was uh, the last weekend before Libby was supposed to uh, give birth to Jacob. Okay. And we loved our weekends. On our weekends, yeah. we would go to sometimes two movies a weekend. We'd go to Panera. We'd get our chicken and wild rice soup. And then we'd go to the movie or vice versa. Okay. Anyway, so this is our last weekend. And we're sitting there like, this is our last weekend. Because we knew that we would never be able to go to a movie again. Uh-huh. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Because kids ruin your life. Yeah. And we're watching Anchorman. And we're like, this is, we're just not into it. So we got up and we left. Yeah. And we went to some movie about the Knights of the Round Table. And we watched about 20 minutes of that. And it was crap. Okay. And we're like, we have got to see something good before. Yeah. Because yeah. it's our last weekend yeah. ever to see a movie. Yeah. And we went in and we watched the rest of the uh, Lord of the Rings, the uh, Tale of Two Cities. Or the third <laughs> one. The Lord of the Rings, the um, the Return of the King. So this wasn't before we had kids, but it was one of those rare moments where we had an opportunity to see a movie, and we just picked a random movie. I think we had Andrew was being babysat, and this was before Charlie existed. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw uh, 21 Jump Street, the, the remake with um, Jonah, Hill Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. We laughed so hard at that. Mm-hmm. And, and those type of movies, I think the, that movie and Anchorman, it's interesting because First off, I've I can't stand Adam Sandler movies. I, I in any capacity, I just can't take it. If I if I, I even if I see a trailer and it looks awesome, if he goes into the MCU, I'm done. I'm done. I can't <laughs> I, I can't, can't do see. it. Hey, hey, so but, uh, so I see you got all these uh, stones here. But there's some and these stones are supposed to give you powers. There's some middle movies there <laughs> that I, I look at them as you're either going to love it mm-hmm. or hate it depending on the mood, mm-hmm. and it, it it totally depends on your mood. So I can see Anchorman being that type of movie. I can see if I'd walked into yeah, Anchorman yeah. in the different mood, I would absolutely hate it. I happen to be in the right mood we for it. so annoyed And with I laugh yeah. myself silly. And the same thing with 21 Jump Street. I was I was having trouble breathing. I was laughing so hard. So it was best. Yeah. And I've seen it since. And I don't think it's that funny yeah. now. But I, I still, it. it's, it's, it's hilarious. Let me tell you something about Adam Sandler. Uh-huh. Uncut Jewels. I kept hearing over and over and over again, oh, my God, Adam Sandler actually delivers in this movie. And then someone gave a review for it. They said, we know. You've seen his other movies, but give this one a try. Okay. Because he actually acts. Yeah. So it comes out on Netflix, and I'm watching it. Oh, my God. It is so – it's like the most obnoxious, annoying movie. Is it a comedy? No. What is no, it? it's he's not. He's trying to be dramatic? He, yeah. I don't mind language, okay? Yeah. But the language is off the charts on this one. Okay. It's F, 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 Yeah. And Adam Sandler's character keeps getting more and more and more and more deep into the problems that he has. He, he's a, addicted to gambling. 
Okay. And then he's got an ex-wife who hates him. He's losing his whole family. And he, every time he tries to do one thing, it makes it worse and makes it worse. And you have a literal anxiety attack Mm -hmm. as he has an anxiety attack. Yeah. And we stopped it because we could, it was just too much. Yeah. It was way too much. So we stopped the movie and then I couldn't sleep. I'm laying there and I, and I'm like, I just can't. What the, and so I went and I finished it out of curiosity to see if it got any better. And then the ending blew my mind. Just okay. absolutely blew in a me good away. way. In a good way. And I was like, I appreciated it. And yeah. it's one of the worst movies that I ever appreciated. <laughs> I just hated the movie. But afterwards, I'm like, damn. See, I, and, I've and always. That makes no sense. I've always believed, and I think this is true. That the best dramatic actors you'll ever see are comedians or people who are people who can do comedic Robin acting. Williams. Robin Williams, uh, Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. I thought Jim Carrey is a very good. Dramatic Jim Carrey actor. is a very very good dramatic. Jack because, Lemmon. Yeah, I think I think comedy is the toughest thing to do in terms of acting. So if you can nail that, I, I don't want to say the rest is easy, right? But I, I think that transition is easier than going the other way. Right. Robert De Niro did drama all his life and then he tried to do comedy and it's actually very funny. Yeah, he's actually yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> he did so. But yeah, so like but when I see I don't know what it is. It's something about Adam Sandler I just can't. Yeah. I just can't. And I like the guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> you know, that's the thing. If Adam Sandler were here right I'd like now, to, hey, I'd probably Hey, do you want to get some coconuts? <laughs> hey, I got some coconuts. Hey, I probably have a, coconut. I like, probably have a really up. good time with him if I ever met him, you yeah. know, I'd be like this is, you know, you're a great dude. If I ever met Adam Sandler, I'd, I'd think he was great. I'd talk to him. I did like Pixels, the movie Pixels. I didn't see it. Yeah. My favorite thing was at Halloween when Adam Sandler was on Saturday Night Live. And if you can't afford a costume, you can take like a magic marker and you can put it on your head. Hey, I'm crazy magic marker head. <laughs> Give me some candy. Yeah. You know, or a, a can of Sprite. Oh, I'm Sprite hand. Yeah. I got a Sprite for a hand. But, you know, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's just like I, and he did it every year, and it was yeah. every time. Oh, I got a stapler yeah. on my head. I'm crazy staple yeah. head. But uh, so I'll give you some example, <laughs> some other examples. I'm sorry. Uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> Don't even know Darren anymore. <clears throat> Thanks, stop. Planes, trains, and automobiles. One of the most heartstring pulling. See a couple of them is when John Candy's giving the "I, I like me" yeah. that speech, My wife and then at me. the and at the end when they're carrying a thing, tears. Yes, like a like a, I mean, come on, like a like a water fountain Good that you fill Lord. up with a bucket, and you're watching two comedians, basically two comedic actors, pull kill that it. off, kill, kill it. it, kill it, kill uh, it. I mean, it's all over the place, yeah. and like Cranston with Breaking Bad. I mean, who? I, I, what happened? Hey, what happened? Yeah, I mean, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> Robin Williams, yeah. like, you know, Dead Poet Society. When he, mm-hmm. I remember when Dead Poet Society came. Tom Hanks, good, good God, Good Will Hunting. Yep, yeah. And Tom Hanks was the bosom buddies guy. Yes. He was in Splash. He was Bachelor Party. I'll he was never the funny forget. Guy. Uh, he was at an award ceremony, and I remember the girl I was dating. I looked at her. I'm like, Oh my God, Tom Hanks looks like hell. And she says, Oh, he's preparing for a role where he plays a man who has AIDS. Yeah. And I said. Tom Hanks, yeah, yeah, the Burbs, Tom Hanks, yeah, like, and then yeah, then he won the Academy I, Award. Yeah, and I love crossovers the other way. I think personally that George Clooney is one of the funniest actors. <laughs> I love George Clooney so much, but mm-hmm. he didn't start out that way. He started no. dramatic and went that the other way. Yeah, and kind of brought them two together. I think Brad Pitt is oh, freaking brother, hilarious. Where art thou? Oh my lord. <laughs> 
back to Elf before we wrap this. I'm mess sorry. Up. Yeah. No, no, no. It's okay. I was talking to the kids about Will Ferrell because mm-hmm. they didn't know anything else that he had done besides the cowbell skit. But I was telling him, you know, James Caan is also in that movie. And my three favorite James Caan movies are Elf, <laughs> Misery, and The Godfather. <laughs> and I was saying, we ought to have a we ought to have a marathon one, <laughs> a James Caan marathon. Start with The Godfather, do it do yeah. it in order. Start with The Godfather uh-huh. and then go into Misery and then wrap it up with Elf. Yeah. Because John Favreau, when directing that movie, I was watching a behind the scenes uh-huh. thing. You know when he grabs Buddy by the what do you want? Yeah. What do you know and and, and John Favreau pulls him aside and talks to him about how he wants him to do the scene. And then he delivers it. And everyone's like, what did he, what did he tell him? He says, you are Sonny Corleone. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want from me? (laughs) (laughs) And that's how he got that scene. So, okay. So you bring up the Godfather. Yeah. I'm, I've, I've recently, um, started watching a new. Easily one of the greatest motion pictures ever. I didn't like it that time. much when I first saw it. Well, how, I, how old were you? Too young. Okay. Too young to appreciate it yeah. because now I watch it and it, there's something happening every two seconds. Mm-hmm. It's like, an, it's an amazing. Yeah. And I'm losing my mind and, and how far it goes and everything that it does. So, yeah, I'm going back through it. Um, I, I'm watching a, a new YouTube guy that I've been watching that goes through. He com- he compares like the book and the movie and adds in different information that you don't get from both sides of it. Right. So I love it. So yeah, Sonny Corleone and James Caan. I love that he's just hot headed. My he mom just doesn't give a crap. Absolutely loved Sonny. She cried. Sonny is a ba- yeah. I I she yeah. cried when he died. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> When they but, gunned him down, she was just in tears. Yeah. Absolutely in tears. But like, so with the first time that I saw it, Al Pacino, I couldn't see him as what he was, Michael Corleone. What I he, couldn't what see he him became, what yeah. he became. Now when I watch it, I'm like, my God, what a cold hearted, like icy, mm-hmm. smart. I mean, this dude is an absolute badass. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I know. Yeah. I, I mean, that that's what's out over there right now is The Godfathers. I'm making my way back through it again. You're just going to watch the first two, right? <laughs> Please well, tell me. Here's the thing. You're here's not, the thing. Oh. I did watch I did watch the third one a few years ago, mm-hmm. you know, to like because I'm like I don't remember that. And the only thing, only thing I can remember from it is um Andy Garcia in an apartment and it's dark and he's trying to find his gun. Yeah, I don't remember anything about that. And I've, Al Pacino has gray hair. I've blocked I, I remember just when I think I'm out. They, yeah, they pull, pull me, me back, back in. in. That thing, yeah. 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 And that I, I remember that mainly because of Sopranos, because Silvio keeps saying that in The Sopranos. Okay. Does he? All through The Sopranos, they quote the Godfather series. Didn't Alec Baldwin do that on SNL one time as Al Pacino? They he might pull have. me back in. Yeah. He might have. Yeah. But yeah, in in the Sopranos, if you watch them, Silvio, that was one of his things. They would each impersonate different parts of the Godfather, mm-hmm. and that was one of the do do uh, do uh, you know, and he would do the thing exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, now you and I, you know, we have uh, we're at an inconvenience, not so much any. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. We can't watch it now because we've seen like fifty other Al Pacino movies mm-hmm. and and however many other James Caan and Robert Duvall movies. Can you imagine? Seeing it for the first time when these guys weren't, we didn't know who Al Pacino was. He's yeah, yeah. brand new. Yeah, yeah. Brand new. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh and Marlon God. Brando hadn't lost his mind yet. 
<laughs> he was still kind of a boy. Howdy, did he ever? Oh yeah. lord! But yeah, James Con. Like I have a trouble. Well, it's interesting you bring that up because we're mm-hmm. both huge Breaking Bad fans. Yeah, I never saw Malcolm in the Middle. I never saw anything I think I saw, that he did. I think I may have seen one or two episodes, but I always remembered the mom because the mom mm-hmm. drove that show. She was the wacky yeah. one, and well, of course, in the kids. But I, but yeah. I didn't remember. Because people kept saying, that Malcolm in the Middle guy, I didn't remember him being well, in it. Yeah, people that I talked to that were also watching Breaking Bad, they would say, I have trouble seeing him as cold-hearted because of Malcolm in the Middle. I was like, I never watched it. Right. So now I kind of want to watch Malcolm in the Middle it's to hilarious. see him as, as It funny. is very funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a great show to uh, have before Christmas. <laughs> Am I right? When you're done with Lethal Weapon, yep. fire up Godfather. And, and Gremlins. And Gremlins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's another one. That's another Christmas yeah, Exactly. Movie. Exactly. And Edward Scissorhands. Okay. Edward Scissorhands. I never, never, no. Oh, my I God. I never watched the whole thing. I saw snippets. I just it's didn't. on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I saw that it was on there, and I said, we got to watch this. The boys were glued, literally glued to the screen. And so not only is Johnny Depp amazing in it, for the longest time, I thought that was Johnny Depp's best movie. Okay. But I'm still thinking What's Eating Gilbert Grape is probably better. Okay. It's definitely Tim Burton's best movie. Winona okay. Ryder's fantastic. Even it. over Batman, the original Batman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, right. It is Tim Burton's. Even over Peter's. Beetlejuice? Oh, yeah. Oh. Hold on. Hold okay. on. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Beetlejuice. I own Beetlejuice. Uh-huh. I'm a huge fan of Michael Keaton. I watched it again. It doesn't hold up as well. As Edward Scissorhands does. You don't Edward Scissorhands back, time. Way. Well, they keep saying that, yeah. but I don't think it's actually going to happen. Okay. Anyway, Edward Scissorhands is timeless, absolutely timeless, and it ties into Christmas. So, Merry Christmas, everybody. I, I mean, I hate to be, I hate to be that guy that points out the obvious, but mm-hmm. Ezra, Edward, Ezra, Ezward, Ezard, Scissor, Edward Scissorhands Scissors. is basically a dude with scissors for hands. Yeah. Uh, I just, you know, there was so much more to him. In his heart. I know, but yeah. I just don't. You're, see, you don't have a heart. That's why you didn't like that movie. Uh, yeah. 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 I don't know. Well, hey, <laughs> thanks for listening. What happened? <laughs> we want you to go to irritabledadcenter.com. Yes. If you go to our Patreon section, you can become a patron. You can help us out. You can financially support this show. We mm-hmm. would greatly appreciate if you did that. You can buy merchandise, and you can go back and listen to previous episodes. We've got a lot of good ones on there. Start, uh, go back into the 30s. Yeah, and then, I'd say and then 30s. Go, and then go north of Some there. Some of the 20s. If you like the 30s, mm-hmm. maybe dip into the 20s. Yeah. Leave the teens and below alone. <laughs> so, you, uh, yeah, I, one you, of, yeah, you said we've got a new fan. She listened to the first five episodes. I'm like, uh, oh, yeah, my God. One of, one of Andrew's friend's moms. <laughs> she listened to episode we're one. We're at a basketball game. She came up. She's like, I listened to your podcast. I'm on episode five. And I'm like, oh, oh dear God. you messed up. You Stop. need to. Start in the 40s, and she said, Really? Because I thought it was really good. And well, like, God lover, thank you. Okay, yeah, we really appreciate your, that. your bar is really low. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you know what? It'll just get better for it you. It will just get better. Hey, guys, listen, we really appreciate you listening, and we hope to see you again next week on Irritable Dad Syndrome. Thanks for listening to Irritable Dad Syndrome. And hey, if you like the show, tell your friends about it, tell your family, and tell your coworkers while you're at it. Tell them to tell their friends and their families, and their co-workers. Tell your neighbor. Tell the dealer down the street. Walk up to total strangers and tell them about Irritable Dad Syndrome. And help make this show the biggest damn podcast the world has ever seen. So get off your ass and get going. 
Yep, 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 whoop, yep, whoop, radio. Whoop, radio, radio, whoop, 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 yep, 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 yep. I just want to tell you both, good luck. We're all counting on you. 